0: Good morning, beloved, how are you? It is quite early in the morning, about 17 minutes after 4 a.m. It is very early. And I'm just lying here pondering, having a conversation with me and the Lord. And I just something that crossed my mind, began to think about people when things don't go their way and how they respond to it. I thought about the TV show, The Good Doctor, because um, during my last four years of teaching, I was a substitute teacher, and God blessed me to build such a good rapport with the school district I worked in. I became what was known as a preferred substitute teacher. So I was blessed to have long-term assignments. And during the last four years, I basically worked in the classroom with the teacher and her in special ed classes with the teacher and her staff. And I was assigned to be a one-to-one personal aid to children that had autism and that had multiple disabilities. One thing I can tell you about kids with autism, they know more than what you think they know. They don't need to be coddled. They, need to be able to let them try. I worked with one teacher and she all kept saying, they can't do this, can't do that. And one day I just got kind of freaked out and I'm like, just let them try. But my point here is that what I didn't like about the show, the good doctors that, remember Sean, when things wouldn't go his way, he would have what is known as a meltdown and they would just give in to him hmm, that's never good. And it made me just think about people in life. When things don't go their way, they get attitudes. They get they have what, some, if they're adults, I call it an adult temper tantrum. But let me tell you something, beloved. In life, everything is not going to go your way. You're not going to always have it your way. mm That's not going to happen in life. And sometimes it's good that it doesn't go your way. You think you got it all planned and mapped out. You think you know what's best for you. And sometimes when you don't get that job, maybe it was the best thing for you. So um, I I think about God. God knows. He sees the ending even before the beginning. He knows how it's going to end. We don't, but he does. And he he does know what is best for us, especially those that are Christians, and you say you have a relationship with God. He sees way down into the road, way down into your future. So maybe it's not good that 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 you don't get what you always want. That it doesn't always turn out just the way you wanted. That uh, um that that relationship came to an end. And it was best that it came to an end. You'd be trying to hold on and build on to something and it's not working. And I'm not saying that you should not try and resolve problems. But there are some things, some relationships I have learned how to hit the delete button. And when it comes to people that are hurting, all they do is hurt, all they do is take, take, never give, never respond in love, and because they don't even know what love is, because they never received love, so when love walks into their life, because they're not accustomed to it and don't know what it is and not familiar with it, how it feels, how it sounds, how patient it can be, how it just pours out, and love you. Though you can be mean and nasty, but it doesn't mean that you just stay there and let someone mistreat you. So maybe it's best, that's not best for you. Maybe it's best to... Mm-hmm. So my point here is that some things are not just best for you. Some things are not just, are not just gonna go like you want it to go. You can have planned out something like you go decide you're gonna go to a vacation and you got it all planned out the way you want it to happen and be. And all of a sudden, things just go wacky crazy. It don't turn out the way you planned it to be. The car breaks down. You get, run into a traffic jam or you left something that you thought maybe your spouse was going to pack it and they didn't pack it and now you don't have it and it create all sorts of disappointment, discouragement, despair and then you, you can't even enjoy the vacation because things didn't turn out the way you thought they were, the way you planned it. You planned out your future. And it's good to make plans. I love making plans. And But sometimes they don't go exactly the way you want them to do. So you have to make an adjustment. You have to learn how to just accept the fact that something's just not going to be exactly every I dotted and every T crossed that's not going to happen and sometimes that's good that it didn't turn out to be like you had planned it to be you you can plan the perfect whatever the perfect wedding whatever you can plan to have the perfect graduation day the perfect prom and something happens last minute something gets turned topsy crazy you know topsy turvy Whatever it is, and life promises I can guarantee you in life, things are not always going to be the way you want them to be. It's not always going to go like that because it's just not part of what life is. Life brings us unexpected events things that happened you didn't plan for who planned for a pandemic nobody although it would be nice to plan for certain things to be prepared matter of fact before the pandemic god had me to just buy and store up on certain things and i didn't know why but then when the pandemic hit i said "Mm, i got it but i'm glad i obeyed the lord because he saw what was coming so when it came, I honestly, during the pandemic, I was able to save more than spend. I spent less than save more because God had prepared me to be prepared for what was coming. I didn't know what was coming. So what, just be led up to the Lord. Spend time with God, spend time in his word. This word will let you know. God, I mean, he knows the future, but I tell you one thing, he will make all things tur- to turn around for your good. It may not turn out the way you want and the way you plan, but he will, uh, if you submit to him and just obey him and trust him, he will turn it around and give you unprecedented favor, he will make it turn out for your greater good. There are things, I'm glad that some things did not turn out for me the way they did. Oh, God, I thank you, Jesus, that it didn't. I thank God, I celebrate, like, I, I celebrate being single because I celebrate what God saved me for. I was engaged once, and I think it was 11 days before the wedding, I caught it off. I'm glad I did. And I celebrate what God, that was over 27 years ago. Oh, my God, I thank God for what he saved me from. Oh, we had bought a house together in South Plainfield. Nice house, nice community. But oh, God, I thank you for what you saved me from. I am—I I have so much joy now. And when I—I t- I tell people that are single, celebrate it. Don't get caught up in like some women—they begin to look at their biological clock. And they feel that they're at a certain age. And they, they want to get married. I get it. You want to get married. You want to have a family. I get that. God get that. God. He loves you. He wants to give you his best. But you don't know what time it's going to be. So have patience. And don't go and try and help God like Sarah tried to do and made a mess. A complete, total mess. God knows. He sees what you don't see. Know what you don't know. So when things don't happen. On your timetable. Breathe. Just breathe. Wait I say on the Lord. It is worth the wait. My friend Deborah told me something. And they had, it, it's embedded in my mind. That don't rush it. Because you're running. Don't rush what God is doing in your life. Whatever you're waiting on, when things don't go like you planned them to go. Thank God that it didn't turn out like you wanted it to be. If you see, if you could see what's down in the future, what God is saving you from, but you can't see it. He's protecting you for something, he's keeping you from something. Not that he don't want you to have certain things, he want us to have the best, he want us to uh, to prosper spiritually, financially, emotionally, mentally. He want us to have good relationships, but good relationships do not come without conflict. You, on your job, you, everybody's not going to like you. You may not like your boss, your boss may not like you, but you can be in an environment where you can bring, change the atmosphere and bring peace in the midst of conflict, in the midst of confusion. You don't have to, oh, I can't stand this person. I can't, uh-uh. I, 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 I don't like my job, but I, can, I just can't go no way else. I feel stuck. Maybe you need to change your mentality and your way of thinking. People better than how they treat you, better than how you think they deserve to be treated. Colossians tell us about that. Consider other people's best interests above your own. Um I, I like the scripture saying that love covers a multitude of sins. Now it doesn't mean you treat people any kind of way that they want to treat you, don't just sit back and let somebody mistreat you. But it also means Learning how to forgive, learning how to sometimes I have learned how to have shut my face and don't even respond. Especially when people try trying to provoke me to anger, I'm not going to let you provoke me to anger. The Bible said get angry but sin not. You can get angry but you don't have to sin and fight and fuss and cuss people out. When things don't go the way you want to, breathe. just Just breathe. Calm down. Know that God He's in control. He got it. He got your back. Okay, God, I can't change the situation. There's nothing I can do about it. I can't make it better. I surrender control. Surrender. Oh, I surrender control. I give it to you. I surrender. You take it. That way I can experience the peace of God that transcends all understanding. I can relax. I can be calm and know that God, He will work it out for my good at His precise season and time. And so then I can just go and I can still enjoy And then if it ever takes me going down further down the road and start to ever take me again, get into the Word. Find a scripture that is dealing with your situation. Meditate on that scripture. Meditate on it day and night day and night. Feed yourself. Eat it like it's your best meal. Like me, I love sweets. I I, I, I love, there's certain things I like, peanut butter, peanut butter crackers with me some uh, uh, peanut butter on the crackers. I, I love cheesecake. Mmm, rain pie, sweet potato pie. Lord, I can taste it now. There are certain things I love. So, find that scripture that you love and just eat it like it's your, that best little thing that you love eating. Meditate on his word. Surrender control. Be glad that, okay, this time it didn't turn out, I didn't know it was going to be like that. Lord, if I'd have known it would be like that, I wouldn't have never even prayed and asked you for it in the first place. You don't see what God sees. You don't know what he knows. He gives us a mind to think the will. That's why I thank God for free will. He's not gonna intrude and invade on your free will. He gives you the power to make choices and your choices have consequences. So thank God when things don't always go your way, there's a reason for it. Have patience. Have patience with God. So run the control. And I thank you for listening to me. And have a great day. Enjoy the rest of this day. This is a day the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. This is neat at God's word, my boy. God loves you. He thinks the world of you. And the blessing. Let me find that blessing. I'm going to. Read it to you. Numbers twenty six point four through twenty six. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious upon uh, be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance unto thee. God bless you, beloved. God loves you. Have a great day.